Today on West Coast Italian Radio, the history of Malocchio, the evil eye, plus Italians making a difference in Seattle. Mary Baccarella and the Pike Place Market. All of this and more on the Italian Radio Show. Hello, folks. This is Tony Lestella, your host of West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show on this beautiful, beautiful sunny day with the lovely, the gorgeous, the one and only co-host from Vincenza. Yes, yes Marcia Caputo. I'm here. If I'm not here, we only have a South. Exactly. I'm kidding. No, I love both. Good, I love, you know? I'm joking. That's right. You're Hello. from both. Your mother and father. They mean, I, I know. know. So, so I cannot know. say nothing. I love both. You're a really south. messed up kid, you know? Uh, well, Mama I'm confused, mia, okay? but it's okay. It's okay. It's a different and we have story. a great guest with us here, mm-hmm. you know. Mary Baccarella, the executive director of the Pike Place Market in Seattle. Say hi, Mary. Thank you for having me here today. We're delighted to have you here. It's always good to have a good Italian girl on the show here with us, okay? So, folks, you're listening to us live on 1150 AM KKNW in the beautiful, beautiful Factoria area of um, Bellevue, Washington, and the Hubbard radio station here. We can see practically the entire Northwest from here on our Fifth floor studio with windows looking out across Lake Washington. If there's anything you would like to add to our show today, please feel free to call us on our call-in number at 425-373-5527. 425-373-5527. Or you can listen to us 24-7 online, not only this week's show, but all of our past broadcasts by going to our website, WCIR.biz, that's the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR.biz, and just hit the uh, button there to listen live or listen to past uh, broadcasts. So what do you think, Marzia? Well, wonderful. Well, I was I making different comments here. All right. Then Michelle finally beat you up because I can see in your arm, your bruise oh, no, all no, over so you. What did you do? I was this weekend, <laughs> what, it's, I, was, I, I was teaching my, I got a 14-year-old grandson who's like uh. 250 pounds, like six foot five. He's got like, oh, he's, he's, a tiny. He, he, he's, tiny. he's a freshman in high school. He's the football coach's dream of a great lineman. He loves, mad. He loves playing, playing football, right? Oh. So his grandfather here was teaching him how to split wood. These kids, you know, I'm going to go lift weight. I said, no, nah, forget about it. You want to really get your muscles in uh-huh. shape? Do what these Iowa farm kids That's do. That's right. You go out, you bail hay all summer, you split wood. Then you're going to be really ready to play football Good in the fall. Good for you. So Finally. that's what we did. Really so. good. You look like Rumble. Rumble. Hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a rough, rough, rugged guy. What can I tell you here? And speaking of uh, that, now it's happened? time for me to tell you about a mm. something that I want you all to listen up about because this is a really important thing. Give Big Day is coming on May the 8th, okay, give big. And this is especially important for all of our listeners out there, all of you people around the Puget Sound area who are Italians and support Festa Italiana, okay? The 31st annual Festa Italiana Seattle is coming up this fall, but you can really support it if you go online and be part of this extraordinary day on May 8th where you can give big, okay? You go online through the Seattle Foundation website, the Seattle Foundation website, and make sure you click there and giving to the event of your choice. And please choose Festa Italiana. They're a great event. As you know, the West Coast Italian Radio is one of the sponsors, and we're so honored to be a part of this great Italian heritage in the Seattle area. So now you know what it's time for, Marzia? Oh, yes. 
Well, Pezzo di Italia in the Northwest, okay? Folks, we got Italian news stories from you right from Italy. This stuff we couldn't make up. They say at times that truth is more humorous than fiction. And let me tell you what. When you're dealing with Italian news, that's the real case of it here, okay? Mm -hmm. So the first story we have, two Italian students Mm -hmm. are fined an unprecedented 27 million euros after the barbecue caused a vast forest fire. Let's explain 27, how much it is. It's around 30,000 million. Wait, 30 million dollars. No, no, no. This is 27. This is 30 million. No, this is not euros. It's not in euro? This is in um, euros, not in euros. Oh, okay. In euros, it's 30 million dollars. They find these two kids... $30 $30 million. They ought to did this Donald. to the people yes. in California who started those fires down there last year, burned everybody's houses down, okay? Oh. Uh, it caused a vast forest fire. This comes to us on the 1st of April mm-hmm. uh, 2019 from the Italian news blog. Two Italian students accused of starting a wildfire that damaged a vast area of forest have been fined an astounding 27 million euros, which equates to 30.3 million U.S. dollars by the country's forest service. The young men apparently lit a barbecue in a garden near Lake Como in the north of Italy on December 30th to approach, to celebrate the, the approaching New Year. And the forest fire burned over a 1,000 acres of forest, damaging several properties, killing domestic animals, including horses mm-hmm. near the village of Sorico. Do you know where Sorico is? Yes, it's close really to Lake Como. It's a little town really north. It's uh, beautiful. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Alicio Martini, 22, and Daniele Borghi, 22, said they were deeply sorry about the fire caused by their barbecue. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, more or less, it's basically they imposed this uh, sanction. Uh, gives an idea of the scale of damage that was done. Of course, I don't know how these uh, two students are going to be able to pay it, but, you know, that's the, the point is that they take this stuff seriously there the in end, Italy. They will not pay. That's how it is the Italian load. I know they won't pay, but I mean, uh, the interesting thing about that is that, did they ever figure out, Mary, I don't know, you you Mm. probably followed some of the news on this here. Did they ever figure out who started that fire in California a year ago? Remember, they was going, Uh, it was like campers, right? But but yes, I believe it was human error. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I mean, if they did a couple fines like that, you would think that that's going to send a message to people. You know, they got to be a little more careful. I think about this town. It's really in the middle of the wood. So if that going on fire, it's really next near to another town. It will make another village dangerous. It's not only one. It will be really a big, big problem. Oh, my God. Oh. Oh. Salvatore Costone has <laughs> entered our <The> studio. <laughs> Mr. Bacci Northwest. Salvatore, get on the microphone. Say hello to everybody. Bon pomeriggio, everybody. Uh, you uh, see. Good to see you, my friend. Pick up a set of headphones, he, sit in with us there. He got sunburned because Look, Saturday they play bocce. He's playing bocce all day long in this sun. You no, kidding me? you have a game now, this last This is unbelievable, Saturday, this weather right? we're having up here. Uh, good to see you. Very good. All right, well, now we're going to continue on oh, yeah, with sorry. our second news story <laughs> here that Marcy has brought to us. This comes to us from the local in April 17, uh, 2019. So make sure, guys, next Sunday is Mother's Day. So I was looking when it started. It was May 1957, about 50 years ago, and after it was founded in the United States. So a parish priest began the tradition in Assisi. I didn't even know that. They started right there, the Mother's Day, in Assisi. So St. You know Francis' hometown, baby. That's there you right. go. 
So I was reading a little bit a lot. There's a lot of misinformation on the web that the modern Mother's Day is rooted in ancient Roman culture. Ancient Roman culture, she said, for those Italian. of you ancient, who don't ancient. understand Marzia language. Salvatore, okay? I want to say in Italian, but the, he knows the, like the, you're asking. It's that. like the blind asking the blind. Come on. I should do that. <laughs> Start saying Italian news. Uh, completely Italian. Salvatore, what do you think? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> no, he's he's Sicilian. He's like me. You know, we don't know, Dialect but it's not Italian. our business. Why should we worry about it? Okay, go on. So, anyway, uh, I want to say just this. The... Um, uh, they change it like it was uh, mothers uh, the day uh, the bambino la madre e del bambino mm-hmm. and they change it in the mother's day that's what happened how everything come out so the truth that uh, many mothers in Italy go to church on Mother's Day we do that I want to mm-hmm. make sure what we do on Mother's Day it's the same like here I think we celebrate the family well, they actually car, they actually the officially declared it a holiday in 1957 so it was about 50 years after the US mm-hmm. had, had included right that's right. So anyway, um, I was searching, like I say, you always ask me what Italian do different, but it's yeah. not that big different. Yeah. Like I say, the mothers is really important, really, exactly. really, you know, we go to church because it's the same day for uh, Mary. Yeah. We celebrate and of that. Course, so it's the, really the, important the, the Italians to be Catholic, la Madonna, right? you know? Yeah. Uh, bravo. Very good. So, and usually you don't cook because mothers in Italy, they cook all the time. We don't have fast food. So one time of the year, finally, we can say... Well, you see, know. that's good because today, folks, I did your recipe of the week because, as I we know, all know, know, it's really the Italian chefs, the the men that yeah. are the great yeah, yeah, cooks yeah. of going. Italy. You Keep know, going. there you go. But we'll yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah. we'll talk more about yourself. that as we get to the next segment here. <laughs> but first, let's finish our last news story. Oh, yes, this is one I know we've been promoting mm. on the internet. You've all been waiting to hear about this, okay? Occhio malocchio in mm. Italy and the old tradition. Of the evil eye. We're going to tell you everything you need to know about the evil eye, okay? An Italian will never respond to if you say, hey, how you doing? You know, he's never mm-hmm. going to say, I'm fine. Or things are fantastic because they're always afraid of people being jealous and that people may, you know, give them the evil eye or malocchio, okay? Malocchio is a superstition that's been around since ancient times, about 3,000 years ago, okay? It's a form of a curse transmitted by one's eyes, believed by many to cause injury or bad luck to the person to whom it is directed. And um, as the curse of the evil eye, it's called, is attributed primarily to envy or uh, caused by excessive praising. The origin of the evil eye, like we said, it goes back about 3,000 years. It was mentioned with scholars such as Plato and uh, the manifestation of deadly rays that sprang like darts from the inner recesses of the body. So anything can be affected by this, folks. A person's fortunes, their job, their children. All this can be uh, your reasons to unchain the envy and desires by others, okay? So what do you do? What do you do if you've been cursed? That's the question, okay? So according to ancient traditions, there's a lot of different things. Your symptoms are you have persistent headaches, nausea, loss of strength. Sounds like, like, you know people here when they get pregnant, you know, okay? Uh, (laughs) Someone believes to be suffering from an unexplainable strike of bad luck, and he has all the above symptoms, will be diagnosed as, you know, being a victim of the evil eye, okay? So usually you go to see a gifted old lady who takes a dish of water, drops a few drops of olive oil in it, some fragrances, mixes it up, and then they they define as to whether or not you are, you know, 
absolutely, you know, if you're like really cursed or if there's no curse, okay? Now, if you are cursed, there's a lot of rituals they can do get you, you know, to get you better. They pray over you. They do all this thing. And, of course, you know, you got the different amulets like the uh, the horns, the bull horns. You got the sign you make with the fingers. You got wearing garlic cloves, uh, hot chili garlic peppers, <laughs> throwing salt, you know, behind Sorry. your back. This is huge in Italy. Let me tell you what. This is big business in Italy, okay? Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a film made in 1983, which was kind of, you know, made fun of it. But trust me, okay, the, statist- the, the statistics say that... This is worth billions. In Italy, there are over 160,000 people every year who operate businesses in this field. And there are 13 million Italians, that's one out of four each year, who ask for help. Okay? So, you know, you know, maybe it's just healthier to laugh and walk away. What do you think? You know? Have you I run into know. this much in Italy? Well, we do. A lot of people, you know, tradition, everything, they believe in Malocchio. That's why they do the little, they have a little horn, the red one. Right, They right. make a lot of sign, you know, the little, you know, what do you call it? This. How you can explain this? The two finger up, but you yeah, put it down like, the ground. Yeah, it's like the bull. You know, it's like the bull charge. The man usually touch their own private part. That's the other way they say, bell lock, take away. Uh, we cannot do that. We don't have that. Uh, but, you know, that's a lot of things to stop. So they the still malachial. do it to this day, huh? They still wow, do. Wow, I don't care. If you say something wrong, you can see it right away. That they're really. Disturbing. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick break here. Then we're going to come back with some real Italian food this week and a great recipe oh. of some puttanesca. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka-flavored vodka, smooth and gluten-free. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the ass. Astronauts used to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast is Cernio Sausage. Visit Cernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same same hat even after all these years head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same cheers 80 proof tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in austin texas titosvodka.com hey marcia i want to go to italy but the trips are so expensive and the accommodations mezza mezza you got to use la casella agriturismo la casella agriturismo tell him john paolo Family-owned country house in the heart of Italy with a rustic setting, Agriturismo, a unique way to stay in Italy. Wow, there's nothing like that in the States. And the La Casella, owned by my family, is one of the best. 
reasonably priced. It's like being in Tuscany without the crowds. And from La Casella, you can easily visit Rome, Florence, Tuscany, or Venice. Vacation like a real Italian. For more information, visit the West Coast Italian Radio website at wcir.biz and click on the logo for La Casella. Alternative Talk, 1150 on AM, 98.9 HD3 on HD, 1150kknw.com on the web. And we're being brought in by the music of Tony Lestal and the Goombas. It's from our Caramia album. Tony Lestal and the Goombas is the West Coast Italian Radio's house band, and you can catch us up and down the West Coast between now and the end of October playing different Italian festivals, Italian events, uh, Come, kind of getting into the festival season coming up there. And uh, just go to our website, wcir.biz. We'll have more of that information for you. So now, Marzia, you, you have inspired me, you know, to, because you're such a great cook. Uh, and I wanted to cook for you. Now you've cooked for me for all of these weeks. That's this nice. is my puttanesca, okay? Nice. So um, when I was at Montalcino singing last night, I, have mm-hmm. to, I asked the chef there, make it up for me. They, they don't normally do this at Montalcino, so I told them, what my recipe was, they made my special recipe for you. Mm-hmm. And I think they did an exceptional job. Basically, our ingredients for this is uh, you have extra virgin olive oil, garlic cloves, anchovies, crushed peppers, tom- of course, tomatoes, tomato paste, a um, little bit of sugar, some basil, a little bit of olives, capers, and uh, salt, of course, and some ground pepper. Okay? It's a very, very simple dish. Now, Putinesca, of course, you know, they this they call this the dish of prostitutes. Okay, the dish of prostitutes. Go ahead and do four of those for everybody. And they say the, there's a lot of debate over this. You know where this came from. Some say it's been around for like centuries, but typically the most accepted um, debate about it says it started about 1950, 1953, right around that period of time. There, right after the first. Right, sorry, the Second World War, right at the Second World War in Napoli, okay? A lot of the prostitutes in Napoli, they wanted to have a dish they could make quick in between their customers, right? And so, you know, that was basically what they figured this dish was. They throw some pasta in the pan. They throw some, you don't even got to cook the tomatoes. Just throw the tomatoes in, a handful of olives, capers, sprinkle a little oregano, um, and there you go. Add some anchovies, olives, you know, this is, as they say, why those Neapolitan prostitutes always had a very distinct smell about them, you know, that they talk about in the movies and in the you books and all this, You just call them and okay? they smell like garlic? They say this is what, <laughs> they say the putanesca mm-hmm. is, which translates to the lady of the night, is commonly the, uh, the, the ingredient, the, 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 the recipe, that the sirens of Napoli, that made them so seductive, that to resist them, you had to fill your ears with beeswax and be tied to the mast of a ship. Hmm, that sounds like something we've read somewhere in the past. Uh, anyway, so now um, we're going to go around the table. I'm going to give this one here to Eric. Here you go, Eric. All right. This is the La Stella version of Putanesca. Y'all have to tell me what you think. Mary, you're going to go first. Take a taste of that. Tell us what you think of that Putanesca. I have to say, it's really good. Well, thank you very it's much. Got, it's got a nice bite to it. Thank you. So it should have there. All right, Salvatore, you take a taste and you go next. Tell me what you think, you know? It's definitely delicious. 
Thank you very oh. much. Thank you. Marcia, Can come I on, try. come on. Mancha, mancha, come on. Try that. I All right. You take this one. No, take that. I know what it tastes like. You, I, you're I always it. hungry. I feel bad. Come on, come on. Mancha, mancha. I take away from him. Okay. Okay, hold on. Give me a second. I got to put it in my mouth. Hold on. Let's try this. What do you think? Whoa. Impressive. Put wow. Italian food, huh? Mm-hmm. There you go. Pasta you like that over there, Eric? Spicy but delicious. There you mm-hmm. go. So that's one of the things about puttanesca. It's spicy. Right. You know? And so, you know, it's kind of like really the, that Italian light other in Napoli, you know, can be a little spicy at times. So there you go. So we're going to post this for you folks this week on our uh, Facebook page. So go to the West Coast Italian Radio Facebook and you get this recipe, tell you how to make it. It's going to be a lot of fun and very, very easy to make. You can actually make this in about, you know, 20 minutes and have a really first class Italian dinner for you and your family. So now going on here today, since we're talking about Mother's Day coming up, our Italian phrase of the day, uh, Marcia is going to give us some Mother's Day advice. Okay, so Marcia, tell us what uh, what our Italian phrase of the day is. Okay, it's really important to use it for Mother's Day. Okay, so solo un giorno in cui ricordare chi mi ha donato la vita. 364 giorni per renderti orgogliosa di quel dono. Auguri, mamma. All right, you got that. That means there's just one day in which to remember who gave me life. And there are 364 days for me to make you proud of that gift. Happy Mother's Day. That's coming up this Sunday. This Sunday? You doing something special for Mother's Day? Well, of course, I have three daughters. So, Pneumonia be busy with the girls. I'm sure they're going to surprise me. But then, one to five... I'm going to go to work with my younger one. My younger one, she works in a museum. Oh, that's great. So, and the day I'm going to be with her, she's going to be explaining to me everything about well, the museum. Well, that should so be a lot of fun. I know. Wow. I know. I like it. I never that's went great. with her. So, say she's 11 years old and she got already a job. So. That's great. <laughs> good girl. You know, good, you know. All right. So, now, our Artist of the Week brought to you, oh, by the way, before we depart from our Food of the Week, uh, we want to mention our sponsor there, Tito's Vodka, who uh, inspired me, Joey DeMarco, our good friend there at Tito's Vodka, to make this puttanesca for you all. Make sure that you check out Tito's Vodka, who sponsor our recipe of the week, because they truly have a unique and outstanding product. Uh, one of the few vodkas you can sip and just goes great with any type of drink you can imagine. Now it's time for our Artist of the Week, brought to you by Mickey's Hair Spa and Salon down on the beautiful Tacoma Rustin Way waterfront, okay? And we're going to talk today about Antonello Venditti, okay? Antonello Venditti, yes. Antonello Venditti. You know, Antonello, um, he was born in Rome, mm-hmm. um, and he studied piano when he was young and kind of, you know, got his debut in the music world in the 1970s, kind of a classic rock era of Seattle. I mean, a classic rock era in Seattle, of, of, yeah, of Italy, Italy, of Italy. Um, and he has been going strong ever since, okay? He kind of peaked in 1975 with his uh, LP, Lily. And uh, in recent times, he has done things like, you know, uh, for Padre Pio. He's done concerts for, for Pope Benedict. Mm-hmm. Um you know, he was one time criticized during a concert in Sicily 
uh, when he said, why did God create Calabria, okay? Uh, and he was referring to, of course, the mafia being very strong there, okay? Um, what we're going to talk about a little bit today, now, this is not to create any undue controversy or suspicion, but just to raise a question here, okay? So in November 2011, Venditti released his new album n- named Unica. 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 Yeah. All good. right? Which means unique. Mm-hmm. All right? So um, the interesting thing about this, now, I happen to, you know, be very familiar with the song Hey Soul Sister by the American band Train, okay? In fact, uh, that was written, as you know, by Patrick Monahan, who lives right here in Isquay. He's come down to the restaurant a few times at Monalcino's, and I've gotten... To meet him, I've sung, uh, I've, I've serenaded him and his wife. Really wonderful, wonderful couple. Great, great people. And, and, and God knows Patrick has, is just blessed with a fantastic voice, a great musician, okay? But in 2009, they wrote the song, um, Hey Soul Sister, reached number one on the charts in 16 countries, including Italy, okay? That means two years before Venditti wrote and released Unica, the song Hey Soul Sister was a huge hit playing on all the Italian radio stations, right? So according to ItalianCharts.com, the, so- the song Hey Soul Sister was at the top of the Italian charts uh, at, during August 9th, 2010, being played constantly on Italian radio stations. Okay, now that was a year, a year before Vendetti released Unica, okay? Unica? Unica. Unica, okay. Okay, so obviously one has to assume... Venetti, who is like an active Italian musician, you know, he's out, he knows what's going on. He must have heard this song, Hey Soul Sister, on the radio numerous times. Yet, he releases Unica, which is so similar in the melody, especially in the chorus, the Hey Soul Sister. I mean, it's all, almost blatant plagiarism, okay? So, you know, I, and I'm, I'm not accusing anybody. We're just like, you know, reporting the news, reporting what we hear. Does Patrick Monaghan and Train, do they know about the song Unica? Have they tried to file a complaint like with BMI, SCAP, or uh, SIAE, which is basically the Italian equivalent that's supposed to protect the songwriter's compositions? Uh, is the Italian government allowing its citizens to, you know, basically uh, steal the copyrights of people from other countries? I don't know. I mean, you know, these are all questions that we're, we're not making accusations. We're just asking the questions, right? So, you know... We're going to play you some clips, but we would invite both Patrick Monahan and Antonello Venditti to contact West Coast Italian Radio and let us know your side of the story to these answers, okay? To these to these questions, your your, your answers to these, okay? All right, all right. So one more time, one more time, we repeat our challenge. We want to hear from both Patrick Monahan. And we want to hear from Antonio Venditti. You contact the West Coast Italian Radio. We want to hear what you think about this. Because, okay. you know, we don't know. But to us, this sounds an awful lot like plagiarism. Don't go away. We'll be right back after this message from our sponsor with a great guest coming up from the Pike Place Market, Mary Baccarella. 
Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. We got it passed on our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausages to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast. Cicernio sausage. Visit Cicernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family-owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. PFI's service area includes the greater Puget Sound region and Portland, Oregon. Situated in North Kent, PFI has a central location allowing for efficient service and delivery, as well as convenient will-call pickups for established customers in Seattle. Pacific Food Importers Incorporated is committed to providing quality products at competitive prices to the food service industry of the Pacific Northwest. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us. Hi, I'm Tito Beverage, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. When I got into this business, I used to make flavored vodka infusions for my friends as gifts. When I started to make a go of it, the owner of a local liquor store showed me the dust on some flavored vodka bottles that sat on the shelves. He said, if you can make a straight vodka so smooth that you could drink it just by itself, then you'd really have something. So I did. And now all these years later, we still only make one flavor, vodka flavored vodka. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Hey. Hey, David, where are you off to? I'm on my way to Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. Wow. She's the hairdresser of the stars. They all love her. Really? She's fantastic. A full-service spa and salon with all the amenities from cuts and award-winning color to nails, lashes, Botox, even Reiki. So why do you go there? Uh, she's going to make me look like Elvis. Mickey's Hair Salon on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. Alternative Talk 1150, the talk of the sound. Hey, here we go. We are back. And I'm really upset about Venditti. I can't believe it. I know, you know I about know. the song. It's. I hope it's just a mistake. He just played long, long. He I didn't mean, thought know, about it. It was the same one. Know. If you, if you it's, it was, it's the number one song playing on the radio, the number one foreign song mm-hmm. playing the, a year for a year before he comes out with this album. Then he comes out with something that basically is the identical melody. He made it like a little slowed bit down. different. Slowed down. Exactly. I was saying that. Still, He's just you know, slowing down, so, but you know, anyway, still, it just you're be, right. It'd be interesting if we hear from either of these guys. I mean, I'm going to send it to hey, both of them as well. I will find well. Every, any excuse to talk with both of them. So what so you, that's what fine I want you me. to do, uh, Eric. <laughs> When you send me the show this week, send me a separate clip of just the music for that, that our whole Song of the Week segment, okay, that we just did, and I'm just going to forward and say, just ask them, say, look, we don't want to create a problem, but, you know, no. we just, we're curious, you know? We want to know. Uh, we're not? not accusing anybody. We just would like to know, you know, and invite them both to, to And I have an interview. <laughs> so and now, you know, talking about, um, right. you know, talking about something that's it's positive, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I love... 
the what Pike Place Market. Oh, it is. The it's Pike, nice. you know, ever since my, my folks moved out here to Seattle, I bought a house out here after they did in 87 uh-huh. and, you know, commuted when I sang in New York for years and years and years. Um, and one of the places I've enjoyed, my children have enjoyed, even now my grandchildren, is the Pike Place Market. It's like an iconic place. Uh-huh. If you come to Seattle, that's where you want to mm-hmm. go. And, you know, one of the things is being a, now you know, someone who's lived there for years and years, you, you don't go there enough. We got to go there more often. Mary, right. you know, Baccarella. Baccarella. Mary Baccarella is like the executive director. And you would know, it would have to be an Italian girl that would Hi. put the Pike Place market on the map. Mary, welcome <laughs> to our show. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to be here. So tell us about the Pike Place Market. I mean, what's, uh, you know, this is just such a great thing to, 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 to be working on, you know? Well, you know, it was, it was started by Italians, you know. The, that's ooh, right. The that's right. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I'm very honored to be they used this to have Italian little, helping to run it. The little food store that was right there. I it, remember that. The little yeah. food store yeah. right there. And then they, they named the bridge after him where all the artists that's are, the right. Desimone Bridge. So when I, I met the son and I was just very honored, he said, hi, I'm Joe Desimone. I'm like, oh, my God. It was like. It's like meeting a celebrity, so, <laughs> you know, it's the history of our city. Oh, sure. So, you know, um, we all think of the Pike Place Market, of course. I mean, I've been, you know, going there on and off for the last 40 years. But um, tell us, like, you know, what's new? What is exciting? What have you, what's been done to keep it alive? Well, you know, I tell everybody it's not just flying fish, gum walls, and flowers. I mean, it's nine acres yeah. and a historic district. There's 250 merchants, stores, stores with doors, 250 wow. of them. There's 230 artists, 100 farmers. Jeez. There's 400 residents, senior, low income, re- you know, just residents all over 400 in our buildings up above. Um, we have five social services. People don't understand that our charter is that we need to take care of the marginal, the low income, the seniors. Sure, so sure. We, have, we have a food bank. That serves 52,000 meals a year. Oh, my Breakfast God. Breakfast and lunch. Free meals. Never knew that. Yeah, we have a food bank. I don't know how many pounds of food. they. I should know this. How many pounds of food they give out every year. Wow. We've got a preschool that's on a sliding scale. Um, we have a senior center. And we have uh, uh, assisted living. And so we have five social services that our foundation raises money for to take care of our community. That's so, amazing. And, that's and there's really a lot amazing. of food programs that we have so uh, we call them fresh bucks pike bucks you can get like 50 percent off on your food that you shop you get your produce and your meat and all of that right. and all of our merchants actually surround our community and help to be able to get them to be able to have some really good fresh food so it's it's an amazing place there's 15 million people that come to the pike oh place my market god that is can you believe that it? is really the number's big yeah, unbelievable <laughs> 15 million really, people yeah um and so that's our, our local and our local community really really supports the market it's it's almost like this little city inside of a city. Yeah, I mean, you know, the thing that's interesting is that it's it's almost like you do an event. It's like an event happening 365 days okay. out of the year. Mm-hmm. Now, I produce the Tacoma Freedom Fair, which is like the third largest July 4th event in the country. Wow. And we got two and a half miles of terrain along the waterfront with all these stages and vendors and venues. And that's a one-day event, and it takes us nine months to do it. So for you to do this, like, all oh, year round, wow, that must be a huge undertaking. Well, we've got about 105 employees that um, oversee the market. 
Um, we've got friends of the market that saved the market in the 70s. We have our foundation. We have what I call our constituency that is our community. And then we just have our community. And it's it, it's just this this city that thrives on nine acres. Um, wow, that's And so it's just cool. amazing. And then also there's there's just the whole city of Seattle government that helps us. And, and so it's really amazing. You know, I remember now, as you mentioned, the uh, the foundation you have. I think they were the ones who came to the Rainier Club, and they made a presentation to us uh, a year or so back, uh, and they were talking about some of the new things that you were doing and building there. So tell us a little bit about that. So what's really great is um, I actually got to come this year to the uh, Rainier Club with Lillian from the foundation. We have the new market front that that they built and it opened in June of 2017 and it's the first step in the new market front of Seattle you know they're doing the whole I'm yeah. sorry the whole new waterfront it's yeah, the first yeah. step and it's this beautiful place where there's a whole new pavilion for our artists to be able to sell there's four new tenants in there which is just really amazing and what we try to do is we try to incubate our tenants so if they start in a smaller space to go to a bigger space or they start in just at a table and move up to a store with doors so we have four we have 40 new units of housing and seven Whoa. of them are artist um artist studios that live there and then we had 300 new parking spaces. That's incredible. And it's just, it's the first step in the new waterfront for the city of Seattle. That is really incredible. And I imagine yeah. when they get the viaduct down, it's really going to, uh, you know, increase the whole visibility from the mm-hmm. waterfront and everything from there, isn't it? Let me tell you, standing on our new market front, which has the best views in Seattle. And right. remember, I worked at the Space Needle. Yeah. And they, yeah. <laughs> they have the yeah. best views in Seattle. It's the best place to watch the viaduct come down to. Wow. Oh. So now tell us a little bit about your background. You're an Italian-American. Where's your family originally from? They're right outside Detroit in a small town called Monroe, Michigan. All right, but they came from where in Italy? Oh, uh, 100% Sicilian. There you oh. go. Another good Italian. We got three Sicilians. 100% Sicilian. Oh, all right. Stop yelling. All the time. Oh, both of you, stop. That's fantastic. Come on now. So when did they come to America? When did they come? Uh, early 1900s. All right. Yeah, and uh, they came in, obviously, through Ellis Island. Right. And just relatives were outside of Detroit. You know how one family comes and then the next yeah, family yeah, comes? Yeah. That's how it happened. And on my dad's side of the family, both sides of um, the men on both sides of the family worked in uh, nurseries. Oh. Um, you know, plants yeah. and, 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 and landscaping and planting and all of that. And my uh, my grandfather and my uncle uh, met this man there, and the man said, um, "If you pay their way, you can marry my daughters to pay their way coming <laughs> over." So my grandfather and my uncle did that for my grand uh, my grandmother and my great aunt. So oh, you know you know so how you it want, is with so Italians. You, you were in Michigan. <laughs> how, did, how did your family wound up uh, here in Seattle? It's just me. The rest oh. of the family's still back there. All right. And I came out after after school uh, because of love. Ah, uh, there you go. Oh. Yeah, All right. Yeah. And so you here worked. And when you came out, you worked at the Space Needle for a while. Yeah. I did. I I worked at Space Needle, the Space Needle for fifteen years. Wow. And I built Chihuly Garden and Glass next door to no it. No kidding. Yeah. And then we're right gonna have uh, the gal in the show next week. Michelle. Yeah, Michelle, Michelle Buffano. Right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. She, she we and had and Ralph. I are very Her good dad friends. was on a couple weeks ago. He's a great guy. <laughs> Ralph is amazing. Yeah. He's done amazing oh, I, stuff yeah, in his life. As has Michelle. But yeah, built Chihuly Garden and Glass. It's in great hands with Michelle. And then went to the Seattle International Film Festival. Did uh, that for a while? Have, we have them on every fall, you know. Yep. There you go. Because that's a great festival. The, the, the festi- Italian festival. The Italian yeah. Film Festival yeah. is amazing. Yeah. And here I am. I guess I go from one icon to the next, I guess. All right, we have to stop for a quick commercial break, and then we'll be back with the Italian radio show Mary Baccarella from the Pike Place Market. Don't go away. 
Hey, Marcia, I want to go to Italy, but the trips are so expensive and the accommodations mezza mezza. You got to use La Casella Agriturismo. La Casella Agriturismo? Tell him, Gianpaolo. Family-owned country house in the heart of Italy with a rustic setting. Agriturismo, a unique way to stay in Italy. Wow, there's nothing like that in the States. And the La Casella, owned by my family, is one of the best. Reasonably priced, it's like being in Tuscany without the crowds. And from La Casella, you can easily visit Rome, Florence, Tuscany, or Venice. Vacation like a real Italian. For more information, visit the West Coast Italian Radio website at wcir.biz and click on the logo for La Casella. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land in Austin with a credit card check and built the very first micro distillery in the history of the state of Texas. I'd never built a still before, so I did some research and designed and built my own pot stills based on Prohibition-era bust photos I found in the library. I didn't know then that this was kind of the start of the American craft distilling movement right here in Austin, Texas. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. Yo, David, you look 10 years younger. What happened? Yeah, I just came from Mickey's Hair Salon down on the Tacoma waterfront. She specializes in hair growth. Wow. Yeah, she does this laser treatment stuff that makes your hair grow like crazy, based on the same stuff the astronauts use to grow plants in the space station. Mickey's Hair Salon. Yes, on Rustin Way in Tacoma. Call Mickey at 253-752-5299 for more information. That's MickeySpotAndSalon.com for amazing hair growth. Hey, Dad, thanks for helping me cook this Italian meal. we got to pass down our family recipes. Your food is always so good. What's the secret? Having the best authentic ingredients, like the Cicernio sausage, for instance. Fresh cuts of meat with no preservatives. I remember what my friend Frank Cicernio said. All natural Italian sausage to make the perfect Italian meal. No wonder it tastes so good. Available in major supermarkets up and down the West Coast, Isernio Sausage. Visit Isernio.com for recipes or to find a store near you. Alternative Talk 1150. All right, folks, we are back here with the Italian Radio Show, part of the West Coast Italian Radio Network with Mary Baccarella, the executive director from the Pike Place Market, telling us, uh, all the wonderful things going on there. So, Mary, you know, for those of us who have been here in Seattle for a while, tell us something new that we can, if we go down, that we can experience on a Pike Place. Well, actually, when you're talking about Mother's Day, every year it's our 11th annual this weekend flower festival. Oh, cool. 40 of our farmers line up in the middle of the street of Pike Place, 40 tents with all of their flowers. And people just come in from everywhere to buy their flowers for wow. their mother. Beautiful. And we've added a new thing on Saturday. We have a, a, a mom's day at the market. So you can bring your mom. You this can is make, Saturday? This is a Saturday. All right. The Flower Festival is both Saturday and mm-hmm. Sunday. But there's bring your family. There's all kinds of things well, to do. Well, maybe we will come down there and visit you because my mother and my daughter and all my family were talking about doing a day in Seattle for, on Saturday, actually, uh, to you know, kind of celebrate Mother's Day a day ahead of time. So that would be a blast. Perfect. A lot of Beautiful. fun stuff to do. Walk how can around people, the you know, if they, there's a lot of us here that would like to support what you're doing there. How can people learn more and get involved and support you at the Pike Place Market? Well, there's two, maybe three things you can really do. Number one, shop at the market. People always think it's just too busy, and I'm here to tell you, yes, it's busy from... Uh, Memorial Day to Labor Day from about 11 to 3.30. Any other time of the year, any other time of the year, you can walk through and get fresh vegetables, get your meats, get, of course, fresh fish. 
Come down and shop at your market. This is your market. That's right. We just have people come in during the summer because they want to see it. But this is your market. Number two, you can support our social services by giving to them or giving to our foundation because that really does help the market community, the, the, the less fortunate of what we have in our community. And gotcha. it, it actually not only helps the market community, but it helps the Seattle community because people come and use our social services. A number of different ways to support that. You can go to the Pike Place Market Foundation and actually just give. Um, I'm sure they're part of Give Big Tomorrow. Right, right. Um, but also, I mean, just number one, come and shop at the market because we have amazing merchants that mm-hmm. literally have been there from anywhere from 30 to 60 oh, yeah. years. Oh, yeah. And just different um, different generations that have been there forever. And mm-hmm. so um, that's the best way I can think of you. And is there a the website that people can go to? PikePlaceMarket.org. There you are, baby. PikePlaceMarket.org. Mary, thank you so much. Now, i got to ask you one other last question. I got You have to promise to come back. I would love to come back. Because we have had a great time with you here on the <laughs> show. Will you make okay? more food? Absolutely. You know? And then what we'll do is I'm going to see about bringing my family down there on uh, Saturday afternoon. We'll come by and, you know, bring my mother, my daughter, my wife, and we'll have a great time. You know, that would be great. Thank you. All right. So now, folks, we're going to get into uh, our last segment of today's show, which is our events calendar. These are all the great Italian events going on throughout the Pacific Northwest. Everything from Vancouver, B.C. down to Portland, Oregon, over as far as the Spokane area. we got a limited amount of these right now because for the next 30 days, there's not a whole lot of stuff going on because everybody's gearing up for all these big summer and fall events. But we're going to tell you about a couple of ones that you do not want to miss. The first one is... Saturday, June 1st. Mille Cugini, San uh, Italy Lodge, Spaghetti Dinner. So it's 2 o'clock until 6.30 p.m. It's in St. Mary Catholic Church in Marysville, Washington. And then the The very same day, you can go down to the Sons of Italy in Auburn. They have this wine-tasting event at 6 o'clock that is absolutely superb. They do it every year. And let me tell you, they blow it out of the park, folks. Great wine, all this homemade wine to drink, great food down there, great time. Make sure you contact the Sons of Italy for your tickets. Now we got a handful of Save the Date events for you in the mm-hmm. future. First one is Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners, for those of us who love baseball, okay? Uh, 7 o'clock on June 20th, the uh, Mariners are going to be playing the Baltimore Orioles, and it is Italian Heritage Night at the Mariners. So you go down there, 23 to 38 bucks, you can get your tickets, and amongst all the other things, they got bocce on the field, they got an Italian singing the national anthem, they got all this great Italian food. You can get a blue Italian Mariners souvenir cap. Comes with your ticket. Just go to mariners.com slash Italian to get your tickets as soon as you can because they're going to go fast. Then September 1st, Italian Day at the races. So Emerald Down in Auburn and more information to come. So I'm, that's always a fun day because the West yep. Coast Italian Radio is one of the sponsors down there. We're always there. We always bring the Goombas down to play for the whole day. They got you know, pizza eating contests. They we got all the bocce. Bo- they got the booths and the. <laughs> they you, they usually name all the all horses right. after Italian stuff. Last yeah, spaghetti la- meatball. Yeah, la- last year <laughs> meatball was. won the race. You know. <laughs> all right. And of course, don't forget mm. the month of Seattle is is you know that's September. Italian festival month here. In, I'm sorry, September, the month of September, Italian Festival Month here in, in the great Seattle area. Mm-hmm. Got the San Gennaro Festival. You got the Mass in Italian, Festa Luncheon, Taste of Italy, 
the annual Big Fest Italiana, go to our website, check it all out, but make sure you save that month. You don't want to go anywhere else because everything happening Italian-wise is happening that month here right. in Seattle. And one last thing before mm-hmm. I talk about Bocce is the what? Olympic Soccer Academy. You know, their season is starting this month. Um, they got great games. This is where they bring the kids in from Italy to play you know, right. with, with our kids. They put teams together. They play different teams up and down the coast. Our good friend Giuseppe Bazzano runs that. Go to his website, osaseattlefc.com. osaseattlefc.com. Check out their schedule. Support them. A great organization. Right. And now the time we've been waiting for to talk to Mr. <laughs> Bacci himself, Salvatore, Salvatore. Coscone. <laughs> hey, Salvatore, how you doing? Okay, I'm doing fine. You jump. We talk about the Boccia tournament, the, the Sons of Italy, the Northwest, uh-huh. happening in Auburn, and that be June 27th. June 27th, okay. Um, check out the website, the Sons of Italy.org, and found all the information. So how much did it cost for a team? Uh, that'd be one hundred dollars for a team. That's not bad. Twenty-five with, with, uh, bucks a person. With, That's uh, it. With uh, uh, donuts and coffee in the morning, lunch. Ah, oh, it's the whole thing, you know. Uh, you're right. All right. Like so always, now you have bigger. different levels, like you did the other one, where you have the uh, That'd be A and B division. Yes, sir. That's fantastic. So. I hear that Marcy has been practicing with you. No, I've been failing. Uh, I've been missing a lot. Has she, has she, has she, got, <laughs> you, she gotten any better? <laughs> My kids got better than me. <laughs> uh, next, you'll put her kid with the West Coast Italian I'm Radio. I have to sponsor a team for her kids. That's, and, I'm know. not kidding. Yeah, you'll be lucky. Well, how much time we got left, Eric? About two minutes. Okay, so we all are going to say a little. Uh, did you want something else? Good. Well, no, I was asking. You went to a game this Saturday. How it went? Uh, that was a 24, uh, 28 player. Uh-huh. And um, I come up, two player team come up to the place. Third oh, place. Third That's place pretty is really good. good. All right. Whoa. All right. So, Salvatore, you have anything you'd like to finish saying to our viewers, our listeners here? Well, check the website, albonneboche.org or sonsavitali.org and found all the boche you want to play. Can be in Seattle or in Tacoma. We are located in Auburn. That's fantastic. The beautiful Auburn. Beautiful. Mary, Mary, anything you'd like to leave us with? Well, just please come see us this Saturday. But thank you so much for letting me be here. I got to go to the website and get all these dates down because I want to go to all these. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. It's a blast. We're honored to have you, Marcia, my dear. What did oh, you want to tell everybody? I want to wish everybody for Sunday happy Mother's Day. Buona festa della mamma and uh, mine too, of course, all of you. And enjoy your day. You deserve it. So. Folks, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. And we appreciate so much your support of our show and our sponsors. Listen in next week. We're going to have a brand new show for you. Meanwhile, check us out on the website, wcir.biz, where you can hear this week's show or any of our past broadcasts. Make sure you tell all your friends and family. We'll see you again next week. Ciao.